Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Welcome back to the weekly rewind with our guest host, Trisha, uh, who's with us each and every Friday where we recap the week. How, how's your week been? It's been good. It's been good. A lot of tech conferences this week. I think you're going to talk about your week. Um, for us, the company I work for, it's Dreamforce. Um, I am traveling for something now this week. And so, yeah, a lot of conferences for sure. Um, but I am in a different location today. How's your week been? It's been uh, good. Busy as well. I've been traveling over the past two days from here to Orlando, which is only about an hour and a half away. Um, so I was there yesterday and the day before yesterday, um, just meeting with, you know, Roblox people and, and representing the brand. So it was it was pretty good. It was pretty exciting. Um, how was Dreamforce? So I didn't get I didn't go in person, but it's been um, it's been pretty magical. It is one of the biggest. So if those that are watching don't necessarily know what Dreamforce is, it's one of the biggest tech conferences for Salesforce, the company that I work uh, or where I am employed. So it is one of the biggest tech conferences within the year. We kind of launch our new products, what we're working on with clients. Um, I got to see like a digital and I, yeah, this is because it's, it's uh, public information, but I got to see kind of the digital um, AI that's going to be the new like lipstick within YSL. It was pretty cool. Um, so I got to visualize that. I got to see to where you can actually print it off in a 3D printer. So that was pretty cool. And as we talked today, even about automation, like I think the entire kind of process and where the workforce is going is pretty unique. So it's been a good week. And then um, I know that some attended the Black and Tech conference last week, but mm -hmm. it's kind of a continuation of that this week. So um, just a lot. What about the Roblox or the conferences in Orlando? Yeah. So the uh, Grace Hopper event is a women's focused uh, tech event of all levels. And so each, well, not each night, but some of the main nights on uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we had events, private events afterwards for uh, key individuals to attend. And we uh, had tons of registration, um, people interested. And then of course, a lot of people that I was able to meet in person. And it's always so nice, you know, to, to work for a company embrace because they're like, oh my gosh, it's Roblox. And my person loves this. And actually I felt kind of famous yesterday. I didn't tell you this, but, um, I met a woman uh, at at the event, and and we ended up kind of hitting it off. She was awesome, and her little sister also is in love with Roblox. So I felt like I was Beyonce when you record a video and you say the person's name in the video, and you're like, "Oh, hey, such and such. I'm so glad that you're enjoying it." So yeah, that was cool, and uh, got to see the reaction of that child as well, who was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! Oh my gosh, you said my name." And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of a big deal. So, yeah, well, and I just want you to know my kids attack you when you come over. The first thing they say is, and they watch. Right. Are you working? Can I yes. use your computer? Are you can I get on your, can I, it's kind of like the kids that are like, can I, can I play games on your phone? It's kind of like, can I play Roblox? It's literally the first thing my son yeah. says as you walk through the door. Can I play Roblox? So, yes, I'm pretty sure you were famous. <laughs> so, 
So let's now, talk about this week in the episodes. Yeah. Like, okay, so recap. If someone has not watched, got a chance to view, like, what were the episodes about? What did we talk about each day? Yes. Yeah, so this was the uh, future of work week. And as we know, things are changing. Uh, so Monday, we talked about how to make automation work for you. Tuesday, we talked about how to stay relevant in a rapidly changing job market. Wednesday, we had a guest, Ina Alive, and she talked to us uh, specifically about being an agile coach and what that means. So we talked about how an agile transformation can help you keep um, help you keep pace with the future of technology. And then yesterday we talked about how to prepare for today's uh, new remote reality. So a lot of good stuff each day. I think it was, it was a lot more in depth, I think, than, than normal. It was, it was pretty deep. Oh, definitely. And I want to see, so my favorite question I always love to ask you, because after you, you, you go through the process of putting these together, you're talking about it. And then you also have the interaction of your guest. But I guess what would be your favorite, like top two episodes? I love learning that each week because we don't get a chance to talk before we do the rewind. So I always want to see like, what was your favorite episode so far? Yeah, as always, I enjoy having guests. So uh, with Ina Alive, I enjoy talking to her about what she does. And, you know, it's always nice to see an, an entrepreneur who enjoys making shifts and constantly improving and uh, working on her craft. So learning a little bit more about that agile methodology and how she's utilizing it to influence corporations for the better and, and kind of transforming their teams. And then surprisingly, um, yesterday I went into a lovely rant uh, on on the podcast. And so the the key takeaway from yesterday is employees don't want pizza. So if you okay. didn't watch that episode and you're like, what the heck is she talking about? Just watch it. Um, so yes. yesterday, go back and view. <laughs> yes, yes, go back and view. Um, and I would have to say that's probably my, my favorite episode was yesterday. Um, a lot of tangents for sure when it came to <laughs> um, talking about boundaries, talking about what... <laughs> your employees want. So yes, that was probably my number one as well as I think this week was a, a lot in terms of that I learned because automation, while I automate my personal life, like probably everything within my life, I have three kids, my husband's um, job requires him to be gone. So a lot of times um, I am like, what did we do before automation? But then I think that within the business, that was something that I um, still am new to in terms of automating certain things. And now even working with you, working with um, others that have that even a part of their process, it's kind of like you you're, you get to see behind the scenes. Like you now get to see like, oh, people that I used to watch or see, and they say certain things, you know, in their chat or say like, hey, DM me this. Mm -hmm. I am now learning a lot in terms of the automation process with that. So that was pretty, that was kind of the whole week, first half of learning about automation and then um, looking at like the future of work and what that consists of. It all just aligned with even what I was learning at Dreamforce. So, mm -hmm. um, and I want to ask you, so let's kind of talk about first, I want to go through the week, like talk about automation. Um, any, let me ask you this first, like any app that you, and I don't know if you want to share this, because again, we don't talk about this guys before the episode, like what is one that you don't feel you can live without in terms of maybe, and I know it's not a tool I mean, a tool that you may not live without when it comes to automation. So in my day-to-day -day life as a, as a recruiter as well, I cannot live without messaging automation that helps 
touch a candidate more than once in terms of outreach. So I am a big advocate for uh, seek out. Th these are recruiter tools, but seek out gym eightfold, you know, all of these particular tools just make my life that much easier in engaging with top talent for opportunities at Roblox. So those are the things I can't live without as it pertains to my nine to five. Nice, nice. Okay. And then anything that you, I guess, like what would be the biggest learning curve that you had when you first kind of started? Because you use automation a lot. I know you and I do talk about that. If you use automation a lot, not only in your businesses, but also just like you said, in your day to day, like nine to five um, job, but how many know that entrepreneurs do not work nine to five? So what was the learning curve? Like I'm looking at those that may be on the front end, starting their business, becoming a new entrepreneur. And it's like, there's so much out there in terms of mm -hmm. automation. Where do you feel they can kind of like hone in on? And I know you said this on Monday, but I want to hear from you again of like, how do I hone in in those top three things to make sure that I'm working in, not in my business, but on my business. Like I'm making mm -hmm. sure that this is going to help set my future self up for the best success. Like, what do you mm -hmm. think that learning curve or three things that they can like, hey, automate this definitely. And that'll get you started before you start trying to automate everything. And it becomes like you said on Monday, impersonal. Right. I, I think that the one thing I kind of didn't mention is one of the, and I'm not saying this is the right way or the wrong way, but it's just the way that I did it and I'm doing it is sometimes you need to do the task so you know what, what to automate versus just, oh, someone told me to automate these messages. So let me go ahead and do that versus start to really feel it out and identify, okay, what does it really look like to do the job? Sometimes for example, on you know, big CEOs have never done the task of one particular thing, but they think that they can hire for that particular thing. But although they have no idea what that person does, sometimes it's good to live in the the shoes of that person for a day or a year or whatever. You know, especially as you're building something, and then begin to automate. Which automation is also people, right? Now that someone else is doing it, you no longer have to do it because it's now automated by another human. Uh, I have learned the importance of like, let me learn what, because I can't ask someone to do something I've never done, especially because I can't explain what it is because I don't even know, right? So for me, it's actually doing the thing. Um, another thing I've learned that I'm still learning, I'll be honest, is funnels are really important, especially as an entrepreneur and you're constantly engaging with your people. Creating funnels is, again, that, that second level of like re-engagement of your people and building a funnel really helps to um, not have to be off their radar. A funnel mm -hmm. is pre-populated. It comes out every couple of days or whatever, and they're re-engaging. And as you as you guys are probably listening, you're like, actually, you know, I I put this item in my card, and then all of a sudden they send me an email. Oh, you forgot something. Then they send you another message. Did you forget that you forgot? That's a funnel. <laughs> yes, yeah. it. I was not aligned with what I forgot, but thank you, Victoria Secret. Pretty much Amazon. I, I put <laughs> it in you. my card and then they remind me, you didn't buy the thing. Is it on sale now? No. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm still not going to get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, those, those reminders come very often and literally it's an email and it's like, we can help you. No, you can't right now. Okay. I'm going to keep that in that cart. Um, and I think that those are really good, even points like automating, do, well, actually, in the overall kind of schema or theme of automation, like doing it yourself 
at the beginning. And then I think you said something on Monday that just still resonates with me. Guys, time is money. Like if you cannot correlate the time that you're spending to the dollars that that's going to save you, especially with an automation, it is huge because if you are not automating something, you will get bogged down and you will get burnt out fairly quickly, especially as a new entrepreneur. Like you will get bogged down if you're not automating something within your process, especially the small, even small things like messaging or whatever the case may be. If you're not automating that, you're going to get burnt out. I mean, it's just a lot. And that's, mm -hmm. I think that you have to work smarter, not harder um in terms of your everyday i mean your everyday life i promise you i don't know what i did before automation i really don't and then i'm i'm sometimes nervous like if automation goes down or anything goes down with it like how <laughs> how will i find time to even go to the grocery store because guys i use my two-hour target pickup in a matter of a minute my walmart like i got three kids i'm not taking those kids to the store i promise you that so it's one yeah. of those things that um what did we do before automation and even in, if you think about it, automation is literally everywhere. If you think about the hospital, a lot of my family members and, and some friends are nurses and they'll tell you like everything is computer on the computer now, like the numbers, they, all of the, the things are done specifically on the computer for them. They don't have to know the, the number or carry the two and all this and that. But when the power is out, everybody's scrumbling around with a piece of paper like, okay, well, what is the dosage to the weight to the this and that? And this is where you lost me. Now, 100%. Is everywhere. 100%. Um, what? So now I kind of want to move. So we talked about automation. Now I want to kind of move um, special guests on Wednesday, very, very, very good episode in terms of agile and then learning about, I know just about Scrum Master and the certification um, in my last job. So I guess my question for you, like let's say someone's starting out and they want to know more. Again, I'm back on the beginning because a lot of even our, the group that watches the rewind is like new entrepreneurs or they've been in their business and they wanna take it up to the next level or even leaders up to the next level. So how would you say someone who's wanting to learn um, or even not necessarily ready to kind of dive in and pay for that certification when it comes to Agile or even um, Scrum, what would you say some free courses that they may be able to check out? Anything that you recommend? Yeah, so there are uh, some free uh, opportunities to learn. Now, obviously, you can't get certified free, but you can certainly learn for free. Uh, Coursera is going to probably be one of your most well-known brands when it comes to online learning, uh, especially for free. So I would recommend taking a peek at Coursera. They have courses that are teaching you um, the high-level overview basics of Agile and Scrum. And then also another big one is Udemy. They do have free Agile methodologies. Again, overviews, high-level information, that can teach you uh, just the, the again, a high level overview of what it is, what they do, how, how can you utilize it in your everyday life? Again, once you're ready to start getting your certifications, you'll have to decide um, on both of those platforms. In fact, you could probably get your certification and, and pay for them. Uh, but those would be my top two that are more well-known um, in terms of brands. Nice, nice. And I want to hear in the chat, anyone that's using automation or even learning about it or like even like knowledge as well. So share the information out there, like anything that has helped someone that's even been certified. Um, and I'm and I'm kind of jumping around here, but someone that's been certified in Scrum, like what is something that you wish you would have known even before you took the certification or what has it helped you improve since the certification? I know for me, 
um, and being certified, I didn't necessarily know the sprint process beforehand. So I had mm -hmm. to use it as a learning and development um, instructor at my last job. And so it was one of those things that learning that and kind of like that, it actually helped me in my personal life so much more because now <laughs> I laugh because coming here and like talking with my husband, it's like, I'm now like, okay, we have this amount of time and I'm like breaking it up into kind of sprints and it's termed like, and they build upon each other. So it's one of those things that it's like, okay, we have this that I have to prepare for the speech. We have this and I have to prepare for this. We have this. And so I'm like building upon it. Um, and I know that they're not necessarily directly related because again, the project for me was just to be here and talk, but it's one of those things that I find myself even now, like it helped me in my personal life. Um, not only in my everyday, like how I break things up into projects as well for clients. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's someone in the chat that says TikTok has automated my entire purpose of being a skilled uh, videographer. Um, it's interesting, too, because a lot of people nowadays are learning more through video. And I can't tell you how many things I've learned through a YouTube tutorial. So <clears throat> I think people are truly figuring things out proactively using these other platforms to help you do it. And so what, so what would you say for the non-tech person, you know, who's not, you know, a lot of people I feel like think that automation is only if you're in tech or only if you're in corporate, the corporate mm -hmm. world, but you just talked about how it's helped you um, manage your everyday life for the non-tech person, what would you think would be like the first thing that a person could automate to make their lives, their everyday life better? Mm, well, I think, and not to, so the first question, not to, it's not asking you this question, but it's more rhetorical. But the first question I would ask myself is what is it that I am doing every single day consistently the same, but maybe there's little variations of it. So for me, for example, as I'm, and again, this is a smaller scale of my, I would say, automation process um, as I have my emails read to me through an app that read to me as I'm getting ready. So I'm not sitting and scrolling because I noticed that I would sit and scroll an email a lot of times. I have an app that will read my emails to me as I'm getting ready in the morning because it saves me time instead of having to you know, scroll through, list, look at my emails um, or even wait until I get, because in, this kind of goes into what we're going to talk about in a minute of remote environment. I work from home. So instead of me having to wait to sit down and I'm looking at my phone, but then something urgent comes, I can quickly hear that as I'm you know, doing other tasks. Um, I would also say like things for me personally would be, I automate, like I have a shipment come for my, I have a 10 month old, I have, or I'm sorry, 11 month old. He's going to be one next month, guys. But I have an 11 month old that I ship his diapers every month. I don't even have to think about it. Like literally the only thing I check on, they'll send a notification like, hey, we're going to ship your diapers. The only thing that I check on is the size because we're grown, we're a grown little boy right now. So we're growing. <laughs> that comes every month on the same time every month. And it's like, I don't even see, honestly, I don't, I haven't even walked down the diaper aisle in a store since then. Like there's not even been an emergency situation because it's so consistent that it's something I don't have to think about. Uh, my groceries, I have the same staple items that my kids eat consistently. Like I have some very, I don't want to call them picky eaters, some very, you know, regular, like they eat the same thing. So I have these staple items that consistently come through. Um, 
on a regular, probably once, I would say now like uh, twice a week. So that way I don't, I honestly have not went to the store and purchased these items at all. I couldn't even tell you, now I do know how much they cost because I budget, but I couldn't even remember the time that I went to an aisle and grabbed it off. Um, so I would say just small things that I would do over and over. It helps me because my, and what I sold previously was more of like solutions for businesses. And so that's where I got the mindset of, you gotta kind of work on, I would rather work on my business than be in my business doing that kind of back end process stuff that I'm going to do every day and get bogged down in that. So therefore, how can I automate some of this process? And I started doing that in my personal life. Like it's the only way that I know how to function now and to be able. Now, I do have days that we kind of go off track in terms of things that are that are normally automated that I want to switch up and change. So mm -hmm. I don't want to say that it's like robotic at this point, but it is something that I have worked to my advantage. Like technology is the future. And I just think that as we move to that place in our career, personal and professionally as well, it's it's just going to level you up. It's just going to get mm -hmm. you to the next the next level for sure. Right, right. And I feel like the 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 changes now. And what is the uh, app that you use to read your emails? Um, let me pull it up. I'll have it before the end of this. Okay. Because I have Alexa read it to me out loud. <laughs> right. Um, so I I'll pull it up before this. Okay. And then we have some com some comments now to automate diaper changing. Uh, wouldn't that be? Oh, See, I thought they had that. I was like, sign me up, please. That's the Jetsons right there. We're coming. It's coming. One day at a time. <laughs> yes. No, if, the, if we had that, I promise you, I, I'm going to be honest. I love tech so much, though, guys, that I probably would have got a robot as a assistant at all, but not, and this is okay. And I do want to say this, I want to make this disclaimer. I think that sometimes, and I'll say this in my own personal life, I'll speak for myself. When you say the words like automation, it kind of gets scary. It really does. Cause you think you're replacing jobs. You will never, I say this as recruit, like recruiting, um, learning and development sales. You can never get rid of the human touch. You just have to use it in a different capacity. So mm -hmm. there are things that are busy work and who, I mean, really, honestly, who wants to just be busy, just to be busy. I always think of, am I, am I doing this to work smarter, not harder? I know it's very cliche, but it's like, you want to work smarter. So how can I do this? But you will never lose the human touch. And that's something that I personally had to like learn because in coach Walina can attest to this. When I first got into tech, it was one of those things that's like, nope, can't do it. They're going to, it's going to take my job. Eventually it's going to get replaced. Can't do it. So those that are mm -hmm. wanting to transition even into tech, it's like, it's not automation is not going to take things. It's just going to, I feel technology is the future and it's just really going to look to make your life easier for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's why you have to skill up as we kind of talked about this week. You know, if you know that there, there's less of a particular role, then you need to learn a new thing, which isn't a bad thing. You're just skilling up. So, yes. And it's Tackler is the app. Sorry, Tackler. I had to pull it up. Okay. App. Um, it's an app on your phone and then it will read you. You connect it with your, I have Gmail. I don't know if you could do it with Outlook. I haven't done it with my, um, but I use Gmail as my work and um, I use it there as well. So it mm -hmm. does read your emails and then you can discard. So I love it. Yes. Um, so let's go into, I want to talk, cause I know we're running out of time, um, remote. So the two things that I picked up that I loved about like leadership in this remote environment. So you being a leadership development, a coach, executive mm -hmm. coach, um, 
what do you feel is the biggest thing that leaders have to overcome or what do you see with your clients when it comes to this remote environment? I think, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, we're, we're curving it now, but building rapport was the hardest thing to do because people are were used to just being in person. And that's when you're building the rapport during lunchtime hour and, you know, coffee talk and all this and that and the other. Um, you lose that and you have to continue to build rapport in a 30 minute call where a person may or may not be on video because they've got tech issues, you know. And so trying to build rapport has been and is a big issue, not issue, but challenge for some. Mm -hmm. And so things such as uh, because I think you do uh, employment, employee engagement activities and, and things like that. I'd love to get your input on this, but it's something that you have to be intentional about in order to build that rapport with your team, because it, to be honest, it is going to take longer. You know, typically, if you're in person, you could probably build rapport pretty quickly based on commonalities and body language and, and all of that. But when when you're not in person and you're splitting your time amongst others, it, it's it's going to take a little bit a little bit longer. Any tips that you've experienced, especially from the employment engagement side that you can uh, help our, our leadership listeners with? So I am queen of icebreakers. I, if those that have followed me or those that know me personally, um, that may be watching, like you know that I am quick with the games when it comes to icebreakers on calls. Um, I love engagement, but I think that it is something that, and especially within leadership development, I will say that like, you have to be able to have time. Like I make buffers within a schedule or within a calendar. Like if we're gonna talk about these four events, I make sure that when I'm booking out an hour, let's say meeting, that it's I leave time for us to build rapport because if it, we're always about work or we're always, you're going to lose that connection, especially because it is digital. Like you said, some made, I just had a meeting with a client the other day that literally the whole time they were off video. So I was just talking, I could see myself, but I was talking to myself, but I still managed to build rapport. Um, so I do mm -hmm. leave that when I set up time, it's like, even when we go through the intros or even if we go through kind of like at the end Q and a type session, I leave time for us to have, um, a connection rapport building of some sort, because that's the only way that you're going to be able to do it. Um, and I think that as we move to this remote, remote environment, I think more and more, that's a big focus for even leaders is like, how do I keep my team engaged? So we all, my team sits all throughout the U S um, and even Canada. And we literally have once a week uh, a all players call where we're all on, but that's like our time. We have two things that we've discussed. That's like on the, do I say on the docket of like business professional business things. And then the other items is for us to be able to connect at least once a week. Cause if not, everything is over Slack. I use Slack and then over email. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. It's the new way of life. Make life that much easier and, and that much more productive. Um, but also, like you said, connecting with people, you have to be um, embrace those icebreakers, if you will. Sometimes they have a bad rep, but they're helpful. <laughs> oh, queen. I love them. I'm going to leave. We're going to leave with an icebreaker, actually. OK. So, Coach Melina, if you could be one kitchen appliance. For the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> hmm. Um, I would be an oven because okay. I want to keep things cooking. Okay, that's pretty good. Hey, 
Right. See that? That is pretty Reference. good. That is pretty good. I like that. So you can keep them kicking. So I went first, but then, and I'm going to still, and actually still, because I really like this. So the fridge. So the most common place, guys, that people go is a kitchen. Even if you only have a stove and a fridge, the mm -hmm. most common place that people pass each other is the kitchen. Um, so I actually had someone that said before, and I just love this answer, like the kitchen, the fridge, how many people open up? And if you had a family that previously was like, you're letting all the cold air, you know, out of like, you're not going to find food every time you open up the fridge. So I just think the fridge, because that's the most common place that people go to get things. And I want to be of resource, regardless if it's your freezer items or regardless if it's your, you know, things to keep cold. Um, I would definitely, I would say a fridge before it was a blender, a multi-utility blender. Cause I felt like I could do multiple things, but I actually changed it now over time to a fridge. Cause I want to be more of that kind of go-to thought leader when it comes to certain things. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, if you're watching it, I'll give you that as a free game. If you want to use that on your team calls, guys, it goes over really well. Kitchen right. client, what would you be for the rest of your life? Come and let us know in the, in the replay, uh, for those of you watching this on your uh, audio podcast, or if you're watching this exclusively on YouTube, on the replay, let us know. We'll keep up with it. We'd love to hear your idea on what you would be. And Mr. Triplett is saying that he would be a blender because getting everyone mixed up together. Ooh, I like that too. Yeah. I, I can't we wait to see the responses. Yes. <laughs> so once again, uh, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on Ladder Talk Live. We are here. Trisha joins us every Friday for the weekly rewind where we recap everything that happened in the week. Next week, we're, we're actually going to, this is a good segue into next week. We're talking about the power of connection. So we'll dive into more resources and opportunities to really build upon that for your team. And anything fun for the weekend that you'd like to share? I have a ceremony. My father-in-law is getting inducted into a Hall of Fame ceremony. So um, speaking of YouTube videos, guys, I learned how to sew last night on a YouTube video. So talk about tutorials. <laughs> Cannot wait to show you the dress. But um, yes. yeah, show my sew my daughter's dress because um, unfortunately her mother got the wrong size. So we did some snipping, did some stitching, and we're good to go. We are in better shape today. But that's the only thing. What about you? Um, I actually have a golf tournament, golf, some it's mashup. I'm really learning the terms. I'm not sure, but it's golf and it's at 6 a.m. tomorrow. And uh, the only golfing I've ever done in my life is twice at Top Golf. So this should be exciting. <laughs> Get those photos. Get those photos. I want to see. <laughs> yes. Well, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Once again, we are here Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.